The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the available lines ahead of the college basketball tournament on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsibility. Responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you wanna mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you wanna jess with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello, Bengals yeah. fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Well, finally uh, coming at you uh, after a brief hiatus there, and. Talking a little bit about that first preseason game, loss to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, definitely some issues, definitely some surprises on the good side, definitely some surprises on the bad side. Uh, so let's get into it and some of the reaction. And we'll start where everybody wants to start, and that's on the offensive line. Um, I think the Jackson Carmen in the right tackle battle uh, conversation can officially end and. Uh, there was was word there were reports that on Sunday he was practicing as a backup left tackle. Um, I believe they had a uh, uh, Deontay Smith practicing on the right. So look, it's it's always been Jonah, right? Like it, it like it's Jonah. Like Jonah was going to be fine. Jonah was going to be able to make the switch because Jonah had done it in the past. We've seen it not in the NFL, but we've seen it out of Jonah in the past. Um, and we know that Jonah puts in the work and will do the things that he needs to do. You know, we know that Jonah is a professional. We do not know that about Jackson Carmen, right? Um, we got very, very quickly on the Jackson Carmen train last year. Don't know why. Um, and acting like, well, he's going to be fine. He's going to be able to do this. He's going to be able to do that. But he's done nothing in his past to, to show that we should trust him in that way. You know, um, I... I did not like the pick. I am on record as not liking the pick. Um, I am on record as my um, my brief synopsis of him before they drafted him was not good. Uh, literally the first two words I wrote my my breakdown. But I got on board with it. I was like, okay, well maybe they're trying to develop him into into a, a guard um, with the idea of you know playing at right guard and maybe develop him into the right tackle. Uh, you know, let Reef walk in a year. Like, there was some thought process there, and I could see how he might be a better guard because uh, his footwork was better in short spaces. It, like, his footwork hasn't gotten any better. His footwork, his footwork stinks on the edge. Um, and it's not much better at left tackle, to be honest with you. It's it's maybe a little bit better, but it's not good enough. Um, so, yeah. Uh, look, in year two, I predicted that, that he would start at guard and he'd be fine. Um, and that was over faith in Frank Pollock and uh, a failure on my part uh, got that one wrong but look like the guy the guy failed to to usurp 
Xavier Suofilo came in out of shape and failed, failed to do that um, and then couldn't even replace him after he was injured. Uh, the guy failed to usurp uh, last season uh, Cordell Volson, which wasn't even really usurping. It was just beating out the checks notes third day rookie from a non-BCS school um, why would we think he was going to beat Jonah who's last season aside other than last season was the best offensive lineman this team has had in, in, in years uh, first round pick like admittedly playing a little bit down but not not that far down <laughs> you know what I mean so um, anyway I think we're moving on. Now, I don't know that they caught him, though. You're going to hate it, but does he still have value as a tight end? Not that we're moving his position, but as that sixth offensive lineman in that package because he does some good things as a run blocker. Like, he does get some movement. You know, he does do those things as a run blocker. So is there value to, to keeping him around for that? I don't know. I I think they might try and justify it, though. So, anyway, let, let's talk a, a little bit more. Um, Deontay Smith, I don't know why his pass blocking grade is so high. He was all right. He had some good moments. He did. He had some bad moments, too. Um, let's not crown him yet. We've been down this road before. Um... You know, he we knew he was kind of a project. Uh, you know, he's got some tools. You know, uh, there, there's been you know, not not the negative stuff that we've had with, with Carmen. We haven't had that with him. So hopefully he's developing. But um, I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on him um, because I, I I didn't think his pass blocking was great. He definitely got bowled over a few times. You know, showed that same lack of anchor that we find frustrating with Jonah, that we find frustrating with Hakeem. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, like all of a sudden it's like, well, Deontay Smith's, in, you know, pulling ahead in that swing tackle battle. I, yeah, sure. But why are we not talking about Hakeem? Cause Hakeem is a guy that they like and they, they, they find solid. And I know people have problems with Hakeem, but Hakeem is a good backup tackle, right? He didn't play very well at guard. I get it. I'm with you. I'm I'm sorry that we had to go to the Super Bowl with him, but that's not really his fault, right? He he was a tackle, uh, and he he was injured, and he came back, and they needed a guard, and they moved him to guard, um, and he stepped up and and filled that role, despite the fact that he was playing out of position. You know, he he, he wasn't very good at it, um, admittedly. Excuse me, excuse my sniffles, um, but. Yeah, like let's not make it look like he's a he's a terrible tackle. They like him to tackle. I think that um, I think that's definitely still in play for him to be the the, the swing guy. Um, now let's talk uh, about the interior a little bit. Um, I thought Sharping looked pretty good. I thought Sharping looked really good snapping the ball. I actually kind of thought Sharping looked better at center and Hill looked better at guard. Um, but either way, I think you've got a couple of interior guys. That are that are pretty good there. Um, I don't know why we're not talking about Ford. Like Ford had a bad, really bad pass uh, blocking grade. I I thought Ford did some decent things. Um, I don't see him being a, a huge factor. 
or pushing for a starting role or anything, but I thought he looked like a pretty solid backup uh, for the most part there. Uh, showed a little bit more eager than some of those other guys in the interior. Um, so I think he's he's definitely still in play for a roster spot. He's definitely a, a fringe guy, especially without having the versatility uh, that some of those guys have. Although he could, you know, he does have the versatility to, to fill in um, a tackle to some extent. But I think that's, a, that's definitely a guy to, uh, to keep an eye on. All right, so let's move on. Let's move uh, across the field to the defensive line. Um, where a, a Davis had some real nice flashes. I think we saw some good things out of Zach Carter. Um, so, you know, there might be a pretty decent little competition going in there at defensive tackle. I think, you know, Zach Carter's the guy that I, I've predicted he's going to make a big bump. I think he's capable of it. I expected more of him uh, as a pass rusher last year. And honestly, even at his uh, being undersized, he, he showed some nice things as a run stopper now he's bigger he's stronger he can do more as a run stopper and i expect more of him as a pass rusher as well i think he could um be that guy uh that they that they need in the interior not to to replace hill um at least not this year but to come in and kind of spell him and and help out as an interior pass rusher i think you could do some really good things in that role um murphy was it right like we gotta remember what murphy is like he's 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 we're trying to develop him as a pass rusher. Um, I think he he looked pretty decent against the run, um, and and that's I think that's more of what he's there to do right away. That's what he was really good at in college. He's young, he's he, he's long, he's lean, uh, he's got some got some tools. So he's gonna have to kind of put that all together. But I, I still expect to see a lot of him, um, and I and I think that that we uh, you know we really should see that it's gonna be just a lot of run dot stuff, you know, so he might not flash, he might not get a bunch of sacks, but um, I expect him to contribute a little bit in that role. Uh, one guy who I've been high on this offseason that I feel like people have forgotten about um, is is Jeff Gunter, and he did not look good um, in this game. So let's not overreact to one game, but uh, right now I'm not looking so good. Uh, with with Jeff Gunter and he's a guy who's like he's he's competing you know like he's very much on that roster bubble uh, you know pretty pretty about to pop <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um, he really needs to step up his game and take advantage of these opportunities because that defensive line that defensive end room is very very deep and right now he's on the outside looking in. Um, could be a guy, you know, potentially getting into a um, practice practice squad sort of situation uh, with him. Let's uh, eh, let's take it back. Uh, let's go back to the defensive backfield. Turner looking good. I am not overreacting to to Turner looking good. I everything about Turner, I'm very excited about. Um, <laughs> you know, he is just he is just um, my kind of DB. You know, I might be a little biased in that, that I'm, like, looking at, like, what I like in defensive backs, and he is it, man. Um, but he does some really, really good things. He is very well coached prior to coming here, um, and I expect that to, to continue. Really smart guy, really high processor, really great reactions to things. So I expect a lot of really good things out of him. Um, I think, I feel like I've heard a lot of good things about DJ Ivy. Yeah. You know, he showed some athleticism. I thought I, I, I didn't think he looked great overall. Um, 
you know, I saw some decent things out of him on special teams as well, which is what's going to have to be his his niche, really. Um, Tyson Anderson, you know, uh, I really thought that that was going to have to be his niche for special teams, but crap, dude's doing some things on defense, too. Um, you know, a lot of speed there. Um, you know, that might be a guy that, that figures out a way to get himself into the rotation on defense as well. I don't know how uh, with as good as that group is because, you know, you have Battle looking, looking good. You had... Um, Dex Hill out there looking real good. So, you know, that safety room is going to be going to be really tough. And, you know, one more corner I wanted to comment about was Sidney Jones, who I think some people were kind of even middle of the road on him. You know, I'm a, again, Sidney Jones is my type of DB. I was very high on him coming out. I think injuries have really derailed his career. And unfortunately, he just did not look very good in this one. So, um, again, another tough room to make it. And, He's he hasn't helped himself um, with that game. Let's look at the receiver position. Um, look, we'll stick with special teams for a second. Charlie Jones didn't really do anything at receiver. Charlie Jones did look good catching punts, catch some punts in some traffic, made a couple guys miss here and there. Um, nothing too super flashy, um, but definitely looked pretty solid in that role. Yoshivas killing it. Freaking told y'all, I don't know why. I mean, uh, other than the fact that he went to Princeton, like people were, there was so much. Well, he needs to develop, he needs to develop. And I mean, like, it, it's not like he's like a heptathlete that they signed off the street. You know what I mean? It's not like he was like an Olympic heptathlete or something. And they're like, hey, dude, you want to try football? You know, he's not one of those guys. Like, we've seen guys like that in the past a little bit. Like, dude's been playing football. Dude can play football, you know. Um, he played, um, geez, I lost the name. He played the best school in Hawaii, uh, the best high school in Hawaii, like where they, they produce some serious guys. Like, like he's, he's played some good football in his life. Um, and sometimes we're going to be able to see past the level of competition. Like I get it. Cordell Volson at North Dakota state bulldozing over some guy from the university of, you know, South Dakota. I get that that's not Boltos and a very guy from Alabama. Fine. But there's still things you can see on there about how good the guy is, right? Now, is he is he strong enough to do that at the higher level? You know, can he? Yeah. But you can still evaluate a lot of things about him there and, and make a pretty positive projection. Now, we look at Yoshivas running by guys from, from Harvard. Doesn't mean as much as running by guys from LSU. I get it, but you can still see a lot of really good things on on that tape. And man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you, dude's got a lot of T. Higgins in him. Like he goes up, he catches balls, he racks it. He's a big dude, like, and he can run. Like he's good. He can play. He can you know he he can he can separate. He can go up. He can win contested situations. He's a good damn player um, right now. So. That makes things really, really tough in that room. And you look at, there's a very, very crowded room. So Charlie Jones, people have talked about, well, Charlie Jones, maybe he's injured, right? Well, so it doesn't matter. If Charlie Jones is injured, if Charlie Jones isn't injured, you're keeping him, he could be your punt returner probably, right? If Charlie Jones is injured and you're not keeping him, you're keeping Trent Taylor. So that's a roster spot, right? You got to keep a punt returner. 
Okay, Trent Taylor's probably not going to make it if Charlie Jones is um, healthy there and they feel good about him returning kicks. Okay, or punts, I should say. Obviously, Jamar. Obviously, T. Obviously, Boyd. Seems pretty obvious you're keeping Yoshi now. You're definitely keeping Trent and Irwin, right? Like, like after everything that, that he's shown and, and you know that... Um, your quarterback loves the dude. That's six right there, right? And then you got the Energizer Bunny, right? As they love to call Stanley Morgan Jr., right? As a coach, I can't see myself ever cutting somebody who I call the Energizer Bunny, right? And he's been a great uh, contributor at special teams for them. So that's seven right there. Like that is a full, full room. You know, you're you're keeping six, maybe seven receivers most of the time. Like that is a full damn room. So we, what, what do you do with the rest of these guys? You know, and, and you've got a guy like Kwame Lasseter who looked very good in that game. I don't. We're not talking about it because he, you know, wasn't always with the ball in his hand. But Kwame did some really nice things on on special teams. He threw some nice blocks. I don't know how he makes his team, though. Like, like you just look at those guys that, like, have to make it. How does Kwame Lasseter make this team? Without an injury, unfortunately, uh, to somebody else. I don't know. So, deep room. We're going to cut people we like. Uh, and, by the way, I wasn't a Kwame Lasseter guy. Like, there's been some Kwame Lasseter people from, from the beginning. You know, nice work. Nice work, peeps. That's a lot faster than me. But in this game, I definitely saw something where I was like, holy crap this guy, this guy's a dude this this guy's a guy um who can who can contribute in a lot of ways and, and who does things the way they want them to uh, him to so yeah i don't know chris evans looked really good speaking of people who i've never really been like a hardcore believer in like don't get me wrong i like i like chris evans i like the pick um but there have been like there, there's chris evans truthers out there it's like putting chris evans like at every drop of the hat um <clears throat> seemed like they didn't like him You'd see him, and he'd screw one thing up, and he would disappear for uh, for weeks on end. But um, he he did some nice things. He was doing some nice things, especially teams too. He, he he was down there th- um, like on the opening kickoff. I think he like I think he made the tackle on that. Uh, if not, he was right there, like on the opening kickoff, and you know contributing a lot of ways. Would look you're going to be a, a running back behind Mixon. You know you're going to they, they need some of those guys to contribute on special teams. P Ryan did quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, that's something. Uh, Chase Brown, the numbers aren't good, uh, but converted to third and short situations, which is a big part of the P. Ryan role that they're missing. Um, did some nice things in the past game, right? They're looking for the P. Ryan role as a third down back. Didn't look so good <laughs> as a pass blocker. Definitely it's awards as a pass blocker. So that is a concern. Um, but Chase Brown doing some good things, and that's going to be an interesting battle in there, uh, especially when Travion comes back, because Travion is the guy that, that, that can pass block for you. So, anyway, I got a little long-winded with this one. Um, I am going to wrap it up here, uh, but more coming at you this week. I am Matt Minnick for Coach Speak Who Day. Yeah, we coming for what's ours. Yeah, we coming for what's ours.